Oh man, some beautiful music coming through right here on uh, SAFM. It is the art of everything. Uh, it's Friday night, and before that, uh, well, we had Mafigizolo coming through, obviously, and then before that, we had Lira. Uh, Jazz works on that particular remix with uh, Believer. Theo featuring Zonke with Thinking About You, beautiful South African classics. And I think Untlantla Mnisi is working on something if her Instagram page is anything to go by. She's been hinting that she's on a set somewhere. So I I believe we're going to be receiving some new music, whether it's from just her or it is still the combination of Mafigizolo. We wait to see. It's just gone 20 past, or it is 20 past 8 o'clock, right here on SAFM. It is the art of everything. We're going to get into our last quick conversation for the evening as we await for the president to come to us live at half past 8. Uh, if you were wondering, yes, we will be crossing live to that address. Ayabulela Poro is uh, the marketing and comms manager for the Nelson Mandela Children's Hospital. Uh, We're going to take a quick break and then we come right back into that conversation. The Art of Everything Fridays 7 to 9pm Ayabulela Poro joins me now on the line, the Marketing and Communications Manager for the Nelson Mandela Children's Hospital. Uh, good evening. How are you doing? I'm good. Thank you, Bridget. How are you? I am great, despite the circumstances of the week that we've had. Um, of course. It's been a tough one. And, and I wonder, you know, anytime we get to speak to any organization or institution associated with the former statesman, Utata uh, Nelson Mandela, uh, we, we have to take the opportunity to reflect on the week that has gone um, and ask you guys, you know, as, as part of the last the lasting legacy what is your perception of of just the week that was and how do we move forward you know Bridget, it's been a very difficult one i think for for everyone in our country and one i think that's really forced all of us to sort of sit back and ask you know um how do we come out of this mm. i mean personally i think again for our institution um it's it's had a direct impact essentially on how we also honor you know the former statesman mm. this coming weekend um we've been putting out a call for instance for donations to be able to support some of our beneficiaries mm. but of course the supply lines are restricted mm. so that means that we've had to essentially um, move away from those activities and try and find other ways we also know that at this time um, Mr. Mandela would be asking for unity and really asking the hard questions mm. that are really going to get us to a space again of reconciliation so I think that's a that's where our interests lie as a legacy organization. Yeah, I couldn't have said it better myself uh, if I was uh, the spokesperson in part, of course, of the legacy of the great Nelson Mandela, who, by the way, would have been celebrating his 103rd birthday, if I'm not mistaken, come July 18. So uh, we are slap bam in the middle of Mandela month. And usually all South Africans will be embarking on some kind of initiative or another round about this time and posting it on all of our social media networks with all the relevant hashtags um, and Nelson Mandela Children's Hospital is always at the focus come July and before we even get to the program that you'll are rolling out because you'll have a beautiful uh, artistic celebration that you'll have been working on but reflect for the, the last couple of years since the hospital opened its doors and took in its first patient in 2017 what have been some of the learning curves for y'all as an organization? 
so many. <laughs> I mean, it's been an incredible journey. And I think also as a, a non sort of clinical person, mm. just watching the doctors and the nurses continue to do their job every single day, committing to the health of our patients who come through the doors of that hospital mm. is really inspiring. That's when you really see the vision of what Nelson Mandela had, mm. of having a dedicated space where children could go and essentially not even have to worry about the fact that they'd have to pay for the services mm. because simply because we believe that health is a fundamental human right mm -hmm. and that every child should have access to it. So it's incredible for us to have been, you know, the first dedicated institution essentially mm -hmm. for children in Gauteng um, and again to have an opportunity then to sort of create this wonderful environment where children could be healed and we could see them thrive and their families continue as well to live positive lives. Mm. Speaking of this uh, environment, Ayabulela, you guys have always endeavoured. I remember seeing the visuals when the hospital first opened. It's it's mm. bright, it's welcoming, it's it's playful. Um, it, it's really just a different kind of experience. And you've always tried to incorporate a, a very jovial, very artistic flair to the space. Exactly. I mean, I... Before COVID, of course, I did a lot of tours mm. um, with visitors coming into the hospital um, and many of our supporters as well. And you can just see it in their eyes, even for an adult, when they walk into the, that space, mm. their facial expression just lights up because they're just so taken aback by the amount of color that's in there, mm. the art itself, but essentially as well, how it's managed to capture, I think, the imagination of the child. Mm. You can truly feel that, you know, children had a hand in in sort of facilitating how the, the hospital would look mm. um, and also to get a peek into the imagination through the monster benches that we have, for instance, mm. that they had created with Play-Doh and then we turned into benches throughout the <laughs> hospital, through the wallpaper itself that's filled with doodles that they had created during workshops of clouds and patterns, you know, mm. and it also, again, captures so much of the light, so it's a warm environment and really we had to do this because it was really a rare opportunity for us to imagine what a hospital could look like for children mm. if we were to create one from scratch. And what a beautiful site it definitely is. We are talking to the marketing and comms manager for the Nelson Mandela Children's Hospital. Ayabulela Mporo joins me on the line. And of course, as you know, the hospital uh, provides uh, child-centered uh, high-quality medical services uh, to children from uh, Southern Africa, regardless of their social and economic status in life. It's safe, it's comfortable, it's healing. And art has that that essence. Art has a way of, of bringing people together, but it also has a very healing power. It really does. It also has uh, the power to, to help you escape as well. Mm. Um, and you can imagine how important escapism is for a child within a hospital environment. Mm. And I think that's why, again, it was so critical for us to make sure that we incorporated art into the walls of the hospital and essentially every single part of it where the child and the family would find themselves in. Yeah. Because essentially, we want children to still be children. Mm. And we know that happy children 
will get better just because of the way that they're feeling. So that has to be then translated through the environment itself. And of course, then we want these pieces that are all created throughout the hospital Mm -hmm. to be able to sort of take a child through a journey where they're not just focusing on their illness, but they're able to escape for a while and also imagine a different world, right? Um, And be able to, to just escape the physical environment and get into that other world where they can exist in a world of joy and a world of hope and in a world essentially where you know they're not restricted mm. to their immediate circumstances mm. and and you guys have taken it one step further as the Nelson Mandela Children's Hospital team um, and you've embarked on this incredible journey alongside the MTN Foundation to mm. to really celebrate and and thank your frontline um, service providers the nurses the doctors um, mm. you know everybody who's involved and it's not just the nurses and the doctors it's it's the canteen staff and the cleaners and the security and and everyone who's involved in in this particular uh, institution who's on the front lines and and you've collaborated with the the MTN Foundation to do something really spectacular. Uh, Tell me about this journey and where did it begin? Um, I mean, it's, it's again... First of all, such an honor, I think, for, for NTN to have taken this, this initiative and collaborated with the hospital in this manner. Mm. And as you're saying, to, to pay homage and tribute to, to our healthcare care workers. And in, in such a week, Bridget, where actually we had a memorial service for one of our nurses who had succumbed to, to COVID-19. Mm. So you can imagine as well that the mood was quite somber at the hospital. Mm. And this moment, again, I think was one for us that was uh, a moment to sort of, again, to use the word that I used earlier, to escape from that reality. Mm. And really, again, to honor what's really happening, um, I think, across the globe and Mm. what's affecting all of us. So this journey started essentially with our art curator, Mm. Umambongi, who had started with the hospital um, a long time ago. When I'm talking about the the designs and the Mm. benches and all of that, she was involved in that process and working with with, with children. Mm. And then essentially then she had linked up with MTN to come up with this great idea of how essentially then we could take time to pause, Mm. um, to honor healthcare workers in this way, um, to honor the experiences of the children within the the hospital and the families, Mm. um, and really have this installation that would live on in this incredible legacy institution. I love it. Uh, and the works have been donated and installed at the Nelson Mandela Children's Hospital. Um, and it was quite a process. Artists between the ages of 21 and 35 were all invited. And these were young emerging artists. Some names that we are very familiar with, the likes of Newo, uh, Mashangu, Kinelwa, Mugwena, were all invited to submit concepts. But ultimately, the winning concept that was selected by your panelists was by artist uh, Alexa Pinar. And uh, she joined forces with Mohammed Hassan at uh, Red Apple 3D Printing and created this incredible installation called Shift 19. Yes. Um, And again, this is uh, so multifaceted, right? Because essentially, um, it's um, a construct of a large silhouette of a healthcare worker Mm -hmm. when you look from it from another angle. But yet it's also more like a disintegrated sort of telescope Mm -hmm. that allows you to then also look inside it. And through that, you're able to see the Johannesburg landscape, but also the little coronavirus that really marks this period in time. You know, so this is a piece that's going to speak to us now, but also, I mean, about 
by the time that we all have grandchildren, mm. they'll get to see this beautiful art artwork and be able to understand that there was a time when the global community mm. had literally come to a stop all because of this of this virus, mm. but be able to again engage with this art form in a way that helps you to look through the telescope to essentially see what lies beyond that, mm. because again, you know, the human spirit still endures of all of that. And again, in a moment, you know, when we are devastated by a pandemic, we're still creating beautiful art. Yeah. So I think the lovely and beautiful message that the the whole installation is, is telling. And it's something that we're very proud, I think, to have in our premises. You see now that the bittersweet part of it, Ayabulela, is that you tell us about this incredible piece by artist <laughs> Alexa Pirna, this great sculpture that stretches three meters in length. Now, the bittersweet part is you've sparked our imagination. We want to look through the telescope. We want to see the hope of the, the Johannesburg skyline. We want to see the little coronavirus, but unfortunately we cannot, which is which is also a good thing if you find yourself, yourself not in the premises of uh, the Nelson Mandela Children's Hospital. Um, (laughs) So uh, we're going to have to uh, cut it there. Uh, Unfortunately, as uh, we get ready for the president, we are standing by for for the president. He is uh, supposed to come live any moment now. Um, If I, I think we've we've also lost our guest. uh, We have Ayabulela, but that's fine. We're going to go into a song. Ayabulela, thank you so much for for taking the time to uh, chat to us this evening. That was Ayabulela Mboro, the marketing and communications manager at the Nelson Mandela Children's Home. A beautiful sculpture by Alexa Beard. It's a three-meter-long sculpture called Shift 19. And as you heard, it's really a a 3D journey of looking through a telescope that holds layers of the city skylines. And then on the one side, if uh, you move to the other side of uh, the silhouette of the healthcare worker, you are then confronted with the realities of this tiny coronavirus that is really wreaking havoc on cities and bodies. What an imaginative piece of work to say thank you to the healthcare workers at the uh, Nelson Mandela Children's Hospital. We're going to take a song and then uh, we're going to come back. We're going to play it by ear for the next uh, 30 minutes or so. Uh, So if we dip in and out of conversation, that's just how it goes when you're creating live radio as we wait for the President of the Republic, President Cyril Matamela Ramaphosa, to come through and give us, I guess, essentially feedback on um, what is happening on the ground and a way forward after what has been quite an emotionally turbulent week for South Africa and in particular residents in KZN and of course in Johannesburg.